This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. When it comes to your mother, you want her sleeping in a comfortable bed. When she's with me, she won't have to worry about that because I sleep on a Novilla mattress. Let me tell you, when your mom is at my place, she is sleeping on a very comfortable mattress and she is going to get you one as well. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night, made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. It comes in a box delivered right to your door, and you get 100 nights to try it out. Skip that trip to the big box mattress store and get a mattress from Novilla. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Try out the mattress that your mom tried out last night. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Believe it or not, Schweg is in at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone. Hello, Where my fellow Schwartz and what is up? Welcome to yet another Believe episode not, of I'm Cancer Schwartz, better known as the Lord's trademark favorite podcast. <clears throat> What's going on, everyone? Happy, happy New Year's, or I hope you had a good New Year's, Steve. If you met a Steve last year, then you have to find a new Steve every year. Every year, you have to find a new Steve, and... Uh, it's I. It's a. You know. It's 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 rough. It's rough, buddy. That's rough. There we go. Just making sure. Uh, we we have sound there. It's rough, but you know. Uh, you can keep the old Steve. I've learned. I've learned in my travels that you can keep the old Steve, but uh, you got to find a new Steve every year. That's that's why it's called New Year Steve, because you got to find a new Steve. Uh, but welcome to the show, show today, folks. Hope you all had a good New Year's Eve uh, or Christmas too. I already talked a little bit about Christmas last week, but yeah, New Year's, I played a show, the band I was playing with, uh, Stonehouse, which we released a new single called American Honey. Uh, wherever you wherever you are out there streaming your music at, go check that out. Now, that's one promotion thing out of the way. But yeah, we played we played a show, and uh, overall, it was, a, it was a really good paying gig. Place was nice. It's like, it was a nice place, so it's not, it wasn't like, it's not really a venue. It was like a, it's one of those... Basically, the way I'd sum it up, they're they're a great. It's a great place, but it's like a, you know, like an adult fraternity, if you know what I'm saying. It, not like Freemasons and shit, but kind of where it's like you know you're a member of it. And so there's one thing like it was open to the public, you know, but like not everyone like thought they could get in and stuff like that. So I mean, like it, it was a decent crowd at first, and then like by midnight, uh, when you expect the best crowd uh, to be playing when you play a New Year's Eve or New Year's Steve show. Uh, it uh, it, it kind of crashed down from there, uh, so like that was just strange though, um, but like overall, I mean, it was it was nice though. Like it, it, we had some good times. It's just the, it's just bad planning on our part because we save our best shit for like the end of the night. So uh, uh, it's uh, it's it's a little di- it's a little different. Uh, this is the type of guy you get. But anyways, you know, I, I had a good one. I, I liked to. Uh, Cause it's like I've spent like the last two years alone drinking, you know. So it's nice, you know, because of COVID. So it's, I mean, I don't know. I like going out. I like playing music and stuff like that. Uh, and especially we're, you know, it's like a, it's a job for me. So it's like I'm still getting. Uh, we still got paid the same amount regardless. So that's nice. I can I can get more stuff, live and 
eat some food and shit like that. So yeah, no, I hope we're good. I hope you guys had a good New Year's Eve too, and then New Year's. Hope you guys have. I hope this year's good. Uh, I have. Will it be good? I have no clue. I, I haven't lived through it yet. Uh, but you know, I'm just thinking about you know booking shows. You know, with a lot of things. I'm writing music. I hopefully. Hopefully last year I didn't release any music, or at least last Christmas. That was the only thing I released last year. So I'm hoping to get some releases this year. Uh, really excited for that. Uh, it's uh, basically to get the work done, and like there's some deadlines I'm trying to meet with that. So I gotta really, I gotta really push it myself. But uh, if you're another person, you don't have to give a shit. Uh, anyways, though, welcome to Cancel Sweezy. Cancel Sweezy, the only podcast that's promoting a new year, new me. But we're, we're sticking with the same bullshit. Like, you, you could be a new person, but you're going to stick with the same bullshit. Like, honestly, though, people are, people set, like, these super high expectations. Every year, I all I want to do is meet a loose woman. And I can usually find that pretty quickly. Uh, it's that's it's not that hard, especially, especially playing in middle-of-nowhere bands, you know, and stuff like that. Speaking of playing in, like, middle-of-nowhere areas, um, so this band, I'm like, they have the same sense of humor as me. They don't listen to the show. But they, they listen to it if, like, they see a highlight that, like, would probably involve them. Uh, you know, but I don't like to name people's, you know, like, their actual names and shit like that, you know? Because that would be kind of be kind of mean, you know? Cause in case someone does something funny. I try to keep that stuff out, too. But uh, anyways, though, like, well, we all have, like, the same sense of humor and we all got inside jokes. But one thing we do joke about is Garth killing people and shit like that. So we're pulling at this, like, middle of nowhere, like... Bar, you know, just, you know, just your typical middle of nowhere bar. Uh, I'm not saying it's a bad bar. It's actually probably one of my favorite bars around the area. But, you know, it's just a middle of nowhere bar. And we're setting up, we're making like, you know, Garth ate someone, you know, and stuff like that. Well, I wonder where Garth ate the bodies. And then just this random, uh, I'll call I'll call him a redneck, but maybe, maybe blue collar too. Uh, I don't have anything against this guy, but he almost said, you're wondering about where Garth put the bodies? I was like, you're the last, this is the last person I would have thought, like, to just looking at him, you know, I assume he's a good guy, you know, he, he was with people, so usually people who aren't good people don't have friends. That's just, you know, that's just how life is, and, uh... This is the type of guy you get. You know, you, you kind of know that, but he was just like, you wanna, you're, you're talking about Garth and the bodies? <laughs> I want to know where the bodies are, too. I'm like, that was fun. That's funny. But anyways, though, this year, same old bullshit. I already talked about Stonehouse... American Honey, I play bass on it. I recorded it. I was the producer on it, so that's really cool. Go check that out. American Honey under Stonehouse, all one word, uh, wherever you get your, uh, wherever you stream music, that's really cool. Shweezy, go check out Shweezy. Uh, everywhere you get your music, and my socials will tell you also when I release music too, at the Shweezy. Just make sure you're following me over on there. That's a big plea, you know. I'm just asking you to do some free shit, you know, like the free shit you can already do. Uh, like, following me on Twitch. Follow, pressing the follow button on Twitch. I know this is really confusing, but make sure you go follow me on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash TheShweezy. I do play video games every Thursday. I'm hoping I can get to this. Uh, eventually, I'm going to... I want to stream. I want to be on stream when I finish my Pokedex for Pokemon Violet. Because uh, eventually... Because I'm... I got a little bit of a, uh, a gift card for my brother uh, for Christmas, and I want to get the other one, too, and play that as well. So... Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with that, though, but I've been playing a lot of Pokemon. I've been playing Pokemon uh, the last couple of months. Well, a, poke, a Pokemon game. So I think I went from Let's Go Pikachu because I replayed that game. I just wanted to play it. You know, I just wanted to replay it. And then eventually I was like, I should just stream this if I just want to play it. Uh, because I was like, I don't know what other game I want to play. And then I moved to the Nuzlocke, which I, di I did fail. I did fail the Nuzlocke. Uh, then I did the randomizer, which was not a Nuzlocke. I just, just wanted to finish a game, feel better about myself. 
then I'm playing Pokemon Violet. And so I'm going to finish the decks on that. I want to get the shiny charm. So in my fun time, I can shiny hunt. Maybe we could we might, we could do some shiny hunts, but I don't know. Uh, people aren't as interactive on my... So if you're on, if you're watching me on Twitch, just interact with me too. Could you, could you please do that? Uh, but anyways, though, nice thing about Twitch, though, is if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can connect it to your Twitch account and get a free subscribe. Now, following anyone on Twitch is free, and this is where people on Twitch get confusing. So following anyone on Twitch is free, so if you just, you just have your account, press the follow button, uh, you can get notified, uh, whenever I go live. It's, it's good, it's free, and I would never ask you for money. However, though, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can connect it to your Twitch account. You basically get Twitch Prime. And basically what Twitch Prime is, is basically you can subscribe, which typically if you subscribe to someone on Twitch, uh, subscribing to someone is paid. It's typically around $5. Some other people can change it, but I can't. Uh, but if you have Amazon Prime, you get one free subscribe. Why not? Just help me out, you know? And that's a great way, too, even if you don't want to be watching me play video games and yelling every 10 minutes, I, I fucking hate this game. Uh, and then continue to play it. Uh, you can, That's a great way to just, you know, it's just to financially support what I do over 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 here and everything so and basically if you're already paying for amazon prime like one it takes money out of jeff bezos pocket obviously and two you can support me by still not spending any extra money than you already are so although that is all really appreciated um but if you do want to spend some money you want to help me out you know uh this is all one man operation uh i try to i try to i always want to make this show free but you know uh sometimes bills got to get paid you know i i got i got to pay for things uh, our Patreon page is always great for that. Uh, basically, right now it's a tip jar. Uh, we may need to do some updates on it, but right now it is a tip jar. So definitely go check that out and just you know help help Daddy out. You know that's my hole. That's where it spits. So you definitely want to go help out Daddy at that. But let's talk about the free shit you can do real quick. I want to make sure I get through that really fast. Uh, if we need, we I need to build up all my subscribers. So obviously, I want to talk about if you're subscribed on the audio side. I do want to say. Make sure you hit the subscriber on YouTube as well, even if you don't necessarily check it out. I know everyone, like, the podcasts are so different for everyone and how they consume it. You know, some people, like the audio form, they drive a lot or, you know, they, when they work their job, they listen to podcasts and helps them get through or they're at the gym. You know, it's like that. But we, but I could really use your support over on YouTube. Uh, I, one of my 2023 goals is really to be, like, a, a paid partner with YouTube. We're trying to get that and, you know, uh, you know, just subscribing though, and uh, may not people will be listening to the full podcast over on YouTube, but you know, the highlights people are checking out all the time, so it really helps. So make sure you're subscribed over on YouTube, even if that's not your uh, main platform. Uh, but if you are watching on YouTube, hi, I hope you enjoy the brick wall between me. Uh, we got kicked out of that Christmas cabin, so uh, we're back to the brick wall for a minute. Uh, but no, yeah, go check us out. We, we post highlights of all the shows, you can share with your friends as well. Uh, and tell them to subscribe. We're just we're just trying to infiltrate algorithms, you know, and that's your best way to do it. And if you are uh, a audio person as well, you know, no worries. Still listen to on audio. Listen to it however it's easiest for you, honestly, though. We're just trying to build up our YouTube platform so I can become, like, a paid partner with YouTube. That's what we're really trying to do so I don't have to rely fully on ads and Twitch and Patreon, stuff like that. That way we can just start, you know, they put ads on the videos and I can just get paid from those ads. That's what we're really trying to do. Uh, but if you're on the audio, make sure you leave us a review on your preferred platform and give us a 5, 4, 3, 2, or 1 star rating. And also subscribe over there because I mean, it's every Wednesday we upload new episodes. Unless I'm somehow late for some reason, sometimes I do that, but no, it's usually every, you know, it's always Wednesday. Uh, it's just, you know, the middle of the week. I always hated Wednesdays when I was in college, so like, a little pick-me-up on a Wednesday is always pretty good. Even though it's the same day my favorite podcast, Your Mom's House, comes out as well. 
but we're not that podcast. We're we're cancel sweezy. So, uh, anyways, though, let's get into previous week right now. What is previous week right now? You may be asking me. Well, I'm here to tell you. Uh, previous week right now uh, is just the news from last week. Uh, you know, we're we're 107 episodes in, uh, and if you're a continued listener, like you you probably already figured that out. It's just news from last week uh, that you're listening to mid the following week. Uh, but I record on Monday, so it's it's all it's all last week to me, and it feels like last week still. But then you're like, oh, it's this is news that happened last week that you're going over right now. It's like, I'm sorry, I'm not John Oliver. It's not good to release podcasts on Sunday. I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, you know. That's rough, buddy. So, um, uh, anyways, though, Philip Franco, take us away. Let's just jump into it. Uh, this is from Head Topics UK. Now, look, I'm, I always say the article. You know, you you know they're not good. I'm just. This is a this this is a fun show, okay? Uh, man who moved near train tracks complains to train companies about train noises. I knew. Oh, no, I got to read in a British accent. I knew there. Hello, mate. I knew there was all was a railroad railway line, but I thought that would close at 11:30 p.m. I'm sorry, my accent's bad. A man has slammed two train companies for driving him to madness after noises from the tracks have kept him awake at night. The antiques dealer has had to endure sleepless nights after he couldn't get to sleep because of the sound of trains meters from his home. Uh, Barry Carroll, a 72-year-old antique silver dealer, moved to Amersham from his apartment in King George V. It says King George V Road. I'm assuming it's King George V Road. Okay, I know num- I know at least seven Roman numerals. I, I, I have a music degree, okay? It's just a few only meters away from the railway tracks, which serves both Chiltern Railway and the Underground Metropolitan Line. My, my bedroom is very close to the trucks, uh, but that's not the main issue. Barry claims the trains can stand there for more than 50 minutes with engines running, which happens especially on the weekend mornings and late evening. A spokesperson for Chiltern Railways apologized that Barry has been disturbed by the trains in the sidings near Amersham Station. So we got a lot to what? we got a lot to look at here. So one thing I learned. So you know, in Nashville, I want to say. Uh, so I remember someone posted just you know I just fall see people post nonsense on Facebook, and uh, they were posting about like, hey, if you see a train stopped like in front of like a car road, you know, uh, in most states, like you check check the laws because in most states. They're supposed to move after a certain amount of time, you know. It's just how, which is like, which sounds like common etiquette, you know, uh, to for because we, you know, we we're living as George Costanza said, we're living in a society. Now, uh, I looked up the laws in Tennessee. There is no rule there, so there's like one train track near like downtown Nashville. I was like driving Uber for a minute, you know, and uh, like I was down there, and I remember I was like, we saw a train getting ready to park. And I just immediately turn, and then like the person in the back seat, I'm like, oh, thank God, you know about this, because <laughs> like I heard, I heard like one time it was like uh, I had a lawyer in the back seat, and they're like, yeah, I remember one time I had to I had to make it to court and whatever, and I was very late because of this train. Uh, you know, it's just very inconvenient, you know, and like I get it, but like I think there is a way around, but they really need to clarify that way around if you if you know what I'm saying. Uh, Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, though, that's that's Tennessee. We're talking about the United Kingdom. 
And, uh, you know, my, my knowledge of Europe isn't that good, you know? Um, you know, I, I took the classes, you know, I took, you know, world history. I know about a little bit about, you know, how the UK works, Russia, you know, other Fran France. France used to be badasses. Now they just give up. Uh, <laughs> That's rough, buddy. Uh, but, like, you know, and stuff like that. But they are very into the trains, which is also I wish the United States was because, uh, you know, just, you know, especially if we got into, we got into bullet trains, you know how much fucking better that would be. And, uh, yeah, if a terrorist attack, we just fucking knock them out and we just throw them off the train, you know? We can't just fucking throw... I mean, we can't. We can't, but, like, if they're un We can't just... We and also, like, you open, you know, I don't, you, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying here, though, like, you, we're on, like, a Southwest flight, and I know Southwest isn't cool right now. The CEO, I thought his apology was good. I thought it was a good apology. Anyway, I'm gonna still probably fly Southwest, because uh, I know my worth. So, uh, you know, like, you can't just be opening doors on a Southwest flight in the air and just be tossing off fucking uh, terrorists. Uh, but hopefully TSA catches them. The trains... Fuck yeah, you just throw them off. You could survive jump. People survive jumping off trains all the time. Like, you just have to throw them off in a rolling motion. I don't know where that rant came from. Anyways, though, back to this guy's bullshit. Um, Barry, well, back to Barry's uh, bullshit. Um, he's, he moved to the train tracks? Was this a recently? Yeah, he recently moved um, to this area and uh, is complaining. Now, here, you know, I mean, I don't know. So, like, pardon me, because, like, I follow this guy. If you follow Dank Pods on, uh, or any of his channels on YouTube, like, he basically, like, he got a warehouse because, like, basically he does, like, we niche 2000s electronic stuff, like iPods and shit like that, which I love. But then he also has a couple other channels. Like, one, he works on cars. The other, he talks about drum stuff. And, like, when he, he was, like, I have to move. And he, so he got a warehouse, you know. The warehouse mainly, you know, like, he can have little offices in the warehouse, you know, if you, if you don't know how a warehouse works. But then you can also have, like, cars in there and stuff like too. So he had to move just because, like, it was, like, a flight training school. And it was a big complaint. But they made money. So it's weird. So I don't know. Like, when you're – if you're into real estate, you kind of have to, like – they kind of trick people into doing that. That's probably what happened to this fucking guy. Uh, but also, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know what to say. Like, I don't know. You figure out your sleep. I, I never understood people who could sleep in, si who need complete silence. My brother needs complete silence to sleep. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm gonna play guitar right now. Uh, but me, I need like, I need like a fan on, uh, both in case I'm, uh, sweating my ass off or if I'm, uh, you know, I just need the white noise in the room, you know, and then I need like something to watch. It doesn't matter if it's new or old or whatever. Uh, typically a little older stuff, you know, it just helps me fall asleep because I can, because I, I probably have ADHD. Uh, I know I have anxiety. Uh, could be connected to ADHD. Uh, I don't know. But, like, stuff like that. So I need to be, like, basically I would talk about my, my brain is like a two-lane road and I have to have both those lanes occupied for even me to feel peace and shit like that. Uh, but this guy, uh, kind of, I mean, I don't know who to blame. Uh, maybe whoever told him to move into this place or, uh, his own fault for not realizing, uh, you live next to the trains. And that's why these places are so cheap. It's like, uh, in the, at least I know in the Daredevil Netflix series, like, uh, uh, Matt Murdock, he lives in like a really nice apartment in Hell's Kitchen. But, uh, the problem is the, there's like all these like billboard LED billboards there. And he's like, you know, I can't see it. So it doesn't really bother me. 
So, anyways, though, um, I'd love you all to decide whose fault is it, this guy's or uh, the train's. Whose fault is it? All right, so this is the main article of the day. I really want to talk about this article. This is the main article of today. Uh, Greta Thunberg's Twitter takedown inadvertently leads to Andrew Tate's arrest for human trafficking. All right, so let's, let's, just, uh, let's just jump into it. The post Greta Thunberg's, uh, I actually don't know Sarah last name, I'm sorry folks, uh, Twitter takedown inadvertently leads to Andrew Tate's arrest for human trafficking appeared first on consequence. Uh, Andrew Tate is sitting in a Romanian jail cell after being arrested for human trafficking on Thursday. Incredibly, he reported tipped off he reportedly tipped off Romanian authorities of his whereabouts in a video responding to climate activist Greta Thunberg and her sick burn of him. In case you missed it earlier this week, Tate, a former kickboxer turned misogynistic far-right media personality, attempted to troll Thunberg by flaunting the 33 cars he apparently owns. Please provide your email address so I can send a complete list of my car collection and the rep respective enormous emissions, Tate wrote in a tweet directed at Thunberg. The 19-year-old Nobel Prize nominee responded with an absolute brutal takedown. Yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com, she tweeted. In an attempt to save face on Thursday, Tate uploaded a video in which he responded to Thunberg's mockery while smoking a cigar and eating a pizza. The only problem? The pizza box was from a local pizza chain alerting Romanian authorities of his presence in the country. According to Romanian newspaper Gandul, Tate and his brother Tristan, his brother's name is fucking Tristan, uh, were among four individuals who were arrested on Thursday, Romania's Directorate for the Investigation of Organized Crime and Terrorism said in a statement that police raided five homes as part of an investigation into organized crime, human trafficking, and rape. The suspects allegedly kept at least six women captive in houses across a Bucharest uh, where, where they sexually assaulted the women and forced them to produce pornography for social media under threats of violence. Upon conducting their raid, police reportedly found several women, as well as cash, guns, bars of gold and vehicles. Jesus Christ, dude. So, I I was firstly, I was I think I was initially introduced to Andrew Tate. It had to have been, I want to say, 2018 or 2019. Uh, whenever he made the fucking video, he's like, women shall clean up unprompted. And I'm like, this guy's a fucking goober. He is a goober. Andrew Tate is a fucking goober. Let's just be honest. Andrew Tate is a goober. I don't care. Andrew Tate, you know what? Come to America. You can't. You're in jail or uh, you're on whatever. You know, you paid your bail and you're out. You know, you're, you're on whatever that is. Uh, and you're in Romania, which I think isn't that where the gypsies are from. So you're going to get you're going to get robbed. Your house already got robbed. Um, I'm sorry for anyone who got offended. But that was it's too fun. It was it was just there. Um. But, like, yeah, so, first of all, Greta handed everything, like, great. You know, it's like, like, and the thing with, one thing I always think about with Greta is that Greta doesn't, like, look, I've never seen Greta as the person who looks for the fight. I could be wrong, but for the most part, everything I see, like, she probably tweets, like, you know, it's, like, just stats or whatever. I don't know. I don't, I'm not on Twitter or whatever. Uh, I just assume, like, with Greta, Greta's just, you know, like, just doing that shit, and then, like, everyone just, like, wants to fight her, like, Joshua, it's not Joshua Weissman, uh, that's the guy who, who can make a burger better than McDonald's if he spends 30 hours making it, um, <coughs> Joshua Feinstein, I think is his name, 
he's like a Christian pastor. He's like, I'm going to debate Greta. I'm like, why? You're a pastor and you're, you're for Jesus. Jesus would want you to save the world, right? And like Greta's like, now she, she's a 19-year-old girl with Asperger's. Like, that's all she is. Like, and she's very passionate about climate change and somehow got a little famous. Uh, but like, it doesn't, I've never, I've never really seen, you know, I, I keep track of the news. I mean, one, because I'm a human, but two, I also do this, you know, this is my job. What? So I have to like look at the news and I'm, I'm the guy who always has things to talk about. Like when people, when ladies are on dates and you're like, I wish guys knew what to talk about. I'm like, I always have something to talk about. Trust me. Uh, it's my job. Just please don't listen to this podcast if you're taking me because then you're going to go over everything I've. You know, all my talking points. Um, so, yeah, like, I don't think... Greta never really, like, looks for fights. It's always the fights come to her. And then the fact that Andrew Tate, he's just like, he wants to see my 33 cars. Because women are fucking stupid. Uh, and then and she's just like, like, I don't really give a shit about you. She, she, she wrote, uh, yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalive.com. And let's be honest... Andrew Tate does not have a big, at least does not, you know, I'm at, I feel like I'm, my size is perfect. I've never had a woman complain uh, when I've broken up and I've hurt a woman's feelings. They've never brought my up my dick size. Uh, I've measured it and it looks fine from graphs and everything. Andrew Tate does not have a bigger dick than me. I'm just saying it. Andrew Tate does not have a bigger dick than I have. Uh, that is 100% for sure. So, that's his. Uh, I mean, even just being caught by a pizza chain, I was like, that's why you, know, you got to be you gotta be smart about what you post on social media if you're going to be a guy doing illegal shit. But, like, he, he always talked about how, like, a woman's place in the world and stuff like that. And, you know, like, you know, I hate the guys who like that shit. Like, you know, like, it's clearly. But, like, I get more, I'm more, I don't hate the women, but I'm more annoyed with women who put up with men who follow this shit. Like, who men who are into this shit. Like, the reason guys like this exist is for like what's the what's the actual term? Uh, we're we're like uh, what is it like uh, survival of the fittest or like natural selection? This is kind of a point of natural selection. Women need to be like, no, I shouldn't have the I shouldn't have a baby with this person. So it annoys me when women are like that. But I'm not like I don't want to be like the one like feels like I'm victim blaming when I listen to this. But like, ladies, if your man is into Andrew Tate, just leave him. That's all. I, that's my only suggestion. And, uh, you know, and Andrew Tate talks up a good game. Like, he had one video with a chick in the background. To be honest with you, I don't think Andrew Tate has a good game. Uh, if he's in the human trafficking and rape, I don't think he has consensual sex. I don't, you know, I'm just saying, you know, rape does not count. As, like, if you rape someone and you say, I lost my virginity, that doesn't count, you know? That's my opinion, you know? Some people may disagree. To that I say, fuck you, because I don't give her about your opinion. But for real, though, for the most part... Rape, raping a woman does not count as losing your virginity, fellas. I'm just, I'm just saying that out loud. It does not count as losing your virginity. All right, last article. I think we're just going to move on to our last article uh, from Variety. Bill Cosby plans to tour in 2023. 
That's rough, buddy. Uh, Bill Cosby is eyeing a return to touring in 2023, the controversial comedian said as much during a surprise December 28th radio interview on WGH Talk His with host Scott Spears. Cosby answered yes when asked if 2023 is the year he finally might be able to tour again. Cosby, now 85, was convicted in Pennsylvania in April 2018 of a criminal sex assault charge. He was released in 2021 following nearly three years in prison after the conviction was overturned by the state Supreme Court. When I come out... When I come out of this, I feel like I will be able to perform and be the Bill Cosby that my audience knows me to be. Uh, Cosby told Spears, responding to Spears' question about whether 2023 might be a touring year, Cosby responded, Yeah, yes, yes, because, mate, there's no much fun to be had in the storytelling that I do. Years ago, maybe ten years ago, I found out it was better to say it after I write it. Cosby's rep Andrew Wyatt confirmed to Variety that the comedian is looking at spring slash summer to start touring. Earlier this month, five women filed a new sexual assault lawsuit against NBC and Bill Cosby under a New York state law that temporarily suspends the statute of limitations for older sexual assault claims. Uh, the women alleged that Cosby either raped them or forced them into sexual acts. For the allegations date from the late 1980s or 1990, when the actor was at the height of his fame as the star of The Cosby Show on NBC. The official allegation involves Sindra Ladd, a former Hollywood executive who has accused Cosby of raping her in 1969. Wyatt called the lawsuit frivolous and said the women were part of a parade of accusers who had come forward between 2014 and 2016. See, now... I know, you see, I, I never, I never want a victim blame, but I know there's some women lying, but there's too many accusations for it to be like, no one, this many women want to take down Bill Cosby, like, this is all true, and honestly, I'm, I'm, I know there's probably some that are lying, but I'm just going to believe all of them, you know, I, I don't have the brain cells to be doing that, new allegations coming up about Bill Cosby, new ones, more, I'm not blaming the women. I'm not blaming the women, but there's more? Jesus, Bill. God damn, dude. I, and I think the worst part is Bill Cosby's just like, I, I didn't do it. All right. Well, anyways, who wants to see me on tour? Uh, just like, Jesus, dude. Jesus. And, like, he did not do it in a cool way. He, didn't, he, he did not do it in a cool way, you know? In, I don't... I, just, you know... You know, we talk about, okay, I think about, like, Tommy Lee. Now, like, Tommy Lee has been coming off as kind of cool in the late couple of years, except for his whole dick. It's just anything involving his wiener is not cool. But, like, he used to be a really shitty guy, and, uh, and when he was a Motley Crue, he was just fucking everything, you know? All those guys were just fucking everything. Here's the thing, though. I think Tommy Lee, he has a fucking... Fucking, he looks like he hit a shovel across his face. That's his face. I don't think he ever raped anyone. I can't imagine that guy. I think everyone was just consent. consent. I'm like, I'm down. I'm down. Fuck him. You know, it's just, you know, I don't, you know, I mean, I could, but also someone's going to be like, you know, Tommy Lee did rape someone. I'm like, okay. I'm out. You know, I'm out. But like, Bill Cosby, like, you know, he like Louis C.K. He jerked off with women in the room, jizzed on his stomach, and he was like, "Yeah, it probably wasn't a good idea." And you know, he's kind of like trying to do like an apology thing, and he's, you know, he's coming back. 
uh, you know, like Chris D'Elia, he's, I think he's still doing his podcast. I don't know. I don't really listen to it. He was pretty funny, but like, but he was always like, I don't do, I don't drink, you know, I don't do drugs, you know, I've just never been interested. And I'm like, okay, someone, ha- like, you can't be in entertainment and not have a demon. And it's like, his demon, little girls, or at least girls, you know what I'm saying, you know, girls who might not be 18, you know, uh, younger, the ones younger than him, but he's not like Leonardo DiCaprio, he, you know, he, you know, when you buy liquor at a, in a liquor store, and they scan your card instead of just looking at it, like, that's what Leo does, he scans it, so, um, anyway, so, Bill, I don't, Bill, you need to learn how to read the room, and, and just consider your career over, uh, I don't even know how many much royalties you're getting anymore, dude. Like, cause they don't air the Cosby Show. And honestly, if you're if you went on a campaign and be like, I think the Cosby Show should stay on cable because they teach a lot of good lessons to people. I'm like, honestly, I would agree with you. You know, for the most part. Um, maybe just put like, yeah, the Cosby and the Cosby Show is kind of a dick. Um, and do that. But but the fact that you're like, I'm gonna go on tour and I'm gonna I'm gonna you know just probably keep doing what I'm doing. I'm like, Bill. What's going to happen when Bill Cosby dies? That's a good question. That's a good question I want to have. What are we going to do when that guy dies? Like, because, like, you know when Trump dies, like, it's not going to be like we were for, like, George H.W. Bush and, like, no, no one give a shit about him, you know? Like, what are we going to do when Trump dies? Like, everyone's going to, people will probably celebrate. When he got, when he got, when Joe Biden won, and let's get it straight, a majority of Democrats were like, how is Joe Biden our best option? You know, we celebrated in the streets during a pandemic, like w- during a global pandemic that Trump got out of office. Imagine being hated that much. Like, and I got ima- to imagine Bill Cosby hated more than Trump. I, I just think so. Uh, but yeah, I wonder what's going to happen when he dies, um, when everyone dies. Uh, just before me, I just want to report it. On cancel should we do this show that you were currently listening to right now. Have you ever been out in public and thought, hey, look at that fat guy, only for it to turn out to be a mirror and you are in fact the fat guy? That was the moment that kickstarted me into becoming the greatest health expert the world has ever seen. But I wasn't born being built different. Like Joe Cocker before me, I get by with a little help from my friends. And my friends happen to be today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements for to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today you can save 15% on your purchase. Go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're at the beach, you aren't going there naked, letting everyone see your little shrunken pee-pee from being in the water. No, you're wearing some sort of clothing to cover up your privates. So why would you let companies you buy products from have access to the privates of your credit cards? That's where today's sponsor, Privacy, comes becomes the clothing for your credit card information. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information, 
each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for a service with a free trial that requires you to put in a credit card to sign up. But wait, there's more. By using the link in our description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Oh no! Our table! So, it's the beginning of the year again. Folks, it's a new year. A lot of people make New Year's resolutions in their, in their new year. Um, but honestly, though, do any of us follow our goals, you know, in our new year, our new dawn, new days, a new life for me? <coughs> and I'm feeling good. Bow now, bow now, bow now, bow now. But anyways, though, um, yeah, it's New Year. So, like, yeah, it's usually a tradition, you know, at least, uh, at least it's the white people New Year's Eve. The Jesus one, the, the one that counts, you know. If you're Jewish and you have a different, or you're Muslim, you have a different year, I hope you had a good weekend last weekend. Not New Year's Eve, but the weekend before that, I hope you had a good weekend. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a new year, you know, and people act like it's a fresh start. It's not. It's, it's not a fresh start. A new year is not a fresh start for your life. It's the same life. Like I say, new year, new me, same bullshit. That's what I mean when I say uh, it's a new year. It's new year, same bullshit. Like always. But many, many people, and uh, I want to say by many people, I mean many white women. And it's exclusively white women. Some blacks, some Asians, maybe some Latinas may have snuck in there along the way. But if we're going to, like, take a poll of how many women have done this, it's going to be majority white, like... You know, all races can do this, though. I'm just going to say all races are allowed. See, this is not like, it's not fucking, I don't know what year in America, all of them, that you, you can't do shit if you're a certain race. Um, anyways, though, we're so that's a vision board. So we're talking about a vision board. Every white woman ever, and then some other races sprinkled in between. If you're black and like, hey, I made a vision board, I'm not counting you out here. You're involved. You can be a white woman, too. White women aren't just a race, it's a, it's a way of life, to be honest with you. That is a very complex quote I just said. Every, eh, any woman can be a white woman because being a white woman is just a way of life. I love charcuterie boards. Like, if you like charcuterie boards, I mean, I do too. I love, I love fucking meat and cheese, you know. But if you, like, if you pay hundreds of dollars for it and you're like, this is a good idea, you're a white woman, you know? You know, it's just... Anyways, though, we're talking about vision boards. A lot of, a lot of people make vision boards. Um, I'm just going to read this quote from um, our friend Oprah. Uh, do we know Oprah? No. Do I actually give a shit if I ever meet Oprah? No. I actually don't, don't really care at all. Uh, I don't hate Oprah. I just, I mean, I just remember that time Josh Peck ran her over with his car. Uh, but besides that, though, no. So let's read what Oprah... This is from Oprah Daily. Oprah didn't even say this shit. It's just from Oprah's magazine. Um, all right, so this is what Oprah Daily says a vision board is. It's a visual representation of your goals, uh, says media and life coach Zakia Larry. 
you know, I don't know, Zakia Larry, but I'm going to tell you, the first name's Zakia. I'm like, okay, probably a cool, it's a cool name, it's unique. I don't know the origin of the name, you know, it's like, it's fine, you know, people have names. And sometimes the names aren't fucking Samuel or Josh or Benjamin, you know, not everyone has a Hebrew name like me. Um, so I was like, yeah, okay, that's a cool name. Larry. I'm like, the last name is fucking Larry? What? You know, I don't see those two mixing. You know, you hear a black first name and then a last name like Smith or Johnson, but like, if you know anything about American history, you can probably figure out how they got those last names, so. But, uh, Larry, I did not see Larry. I did not see Larry on my bingo list of last names that don't really match the first name. You know what I'm saying? Zakia Larry, I bet you're probably a wonderful person, you know? I actually don't, I, I'm assuming you're a woman. It sounds like a woman's name, but I assume you're a wonderful person, but I'm just saying. The last name threw me off. What if you told me, it's like, that's actually my middle name. I, I do not, I cannot process that name, okay? I'm just gonna tell you, I cannot process your name. Um, but to be honest, though, let's talk about, like, vision boards. If you ever made a vision board, think about the vision boards you made. Are they... Are they goals or are they delusions let's be honest here are your life goals delusions? and honestly though in my mind i like to say your goals in life should be delusions and like some things may sometimes you may have to settle with reality but you should always be chasing the delusion you know and that's why i have created last year i did it too but this year i've created the delusion board and this year i remembered to also spell it correctly, because last year I spelled it incorrectly, and people were like, did you get shit for it? Yes, I got shit for it. I got a lot of shit for it. I mean, I got a lot of shit for, for spelling it wrong, okay? If you spell any word wrong on the internet, you're going to get a lot of goddamn shit for it. Anyways, though, we spelled it right. I double-checked everything, and I hope I have it right. Uh, but this year we do have our delusion board, um, you know, and I think, you know, you know, make your vision boards fine, but I honestly think the delusion board is way more important than the vision board because even if things on your delusion board don't come true, it's still kind of okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, what? It, you know what I'm saying? Because like it, you know, things in the delusion board don't happen, it doesn't matter, but also, I've kind of made my delusion board, I think this, I, I, now that I'm thinking about it, I think my delusion board has kind of become a, a, uh, a minor vision board. But anyways, though, uh, I want to do a Blue's Clues thing, and then I want to jump right into the delusion board. Do, 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 do. And now I should be small and uh, on my actual delusion board, so... Uh, you know, as, you know, as our boy says. Let's just jump into it. So, uh, I think the biggest thing I have on my delusion board, uh, I would say would be Brie Larson. Now, she was on my vision board last year, but I'm not lazy, folks. I, I mean, I am lazy, but I'm not that lazy. I found a new PNG, and I copied and pasted it onto, uh, my new delusion board. So it's a new picture, same woman. I'm saying boyfriend, question mark, she sometimes posts the guy, but, like, as as she probably should live her life as someone uh, who I desperately love, uh, as Fetty Wap would say, can I get to the yams? 
Sweet yams, show me the way, cause I got bills to pay. Uh, Brie Larson is also on my delusion board this year. Now, why why are people like, why do you like Brie Larson? Captain Marvel 1 sucked. I'm like, you know what? I don't care if Captain Marvel 1, you didn't like the first Captain Marvel. I gotta adjust the green screen. Boys, uh... Yeah, I don't care if Captain Marvel one sucked. Um, I mean, it was. I mean, it was fine. I liked. I liked it. I liked the movie. You know what? It was. I mean, if it came out and uh, if it came out like near when Iron Man the first one came out, everyone would have loved it. Uh, but no, nah, it, it, it did feel story wise of the the MCU story wise, it did feel a little too late. I will admit that. I'm not hating on you. I'm not hating on you for that. However, though, uh, nevertheless, he persisted. Um, I like her because she's gonna be in the Marvels this year. And I think dating Brie Larson comes with a lot of benefits. One, um, you know, the Marvel actors talk about like, yeah, we don't give, we just, you know, we're uh, threatened with our lives about these secrets getting out. Um, But here's the thing. I know how to keep a secret. People are like, you don't know how to keep a secret. And for the most part, that is very true. That, That is very true. I do have a podcast. And how I get around a lot of things is saying, it's like, I have a friend. And uh, most of you, no one knows what friend I'm talking about. And it makes it okay. Um, anyways, though, but, like, she'd be like, so what's the post-credit scene in the, in the Marvels? Like, you know, like, do you know? You know, and then a lot of Marvel actors, like, are almost as clueless as you are. Like, they, all they know is the scenes they filmed, which, like, you know, makes sense for some being. Like, you don't want some fucking person, like, to spoil it. Uh, but anyways, though, I love that woman, and that's cool. Uh, and everyone's like, ah, she has such an attitude. I'm like, I kind of like that, though, to be honest with you. Uh, she also played, uh, Envy Adams in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, uh, and that was a big turn-on. You know, everyone's like, I love Ramona Flowers. I'm like, I love Envy Adams. I'm sorry. Uh, once, once, once her vegan boyfriend died, like, that's where I swoop in, you know? And they're like, uh, I eat meat, but, uh, I drink almond milk with my coffee. And I think that should work, you know, for the most part. That should work. Uh, anyway, so that's enough about uh, my love for Brie Larson fucking and everything she fucking does uh, in my heart and on the screen uh, and in real life, though. Uh, she is she is the ultimate mommy. So why is she she's on my delusion board? Because she's a mommy. Brie Larson is a mommy. And uh, specifically, I want to call her mommy. Anyways, though, let's move on. Uh, but Brie Larson, we have a, a guy, looks like he, he's playing guitar and writing stuff down, a.k.a. sounds like, looks like he's writing music. Now, uh, my, you know, my goals for 2023 is, uh, main part, I think, um, my goal is to have two songs released by April. Uh, there's a possibility only one song could be released by April. Uh, someone's gonna come back in time and be like, you said two songs! But we only got one. I'm like, okay, man, I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? Congratulations. You played yourself. You played yourself or believe me. So uh, that's your fault now. So uh, that sucks, man. Uh, so, yeah, I want to write songs. You know, I still got a lot of songs I need to write. I have a lot of things I want to do. You know, music-wise, you know, writing, you know, there's a lot of writing I want to do. And so uh, for me, putting on my delusions that I'm writing. Because every day, every time I write a song in my mindset, you know, in regards to writing music is, 
Uh, I have not, it, my mind, it's in my mind, you know. I believe I've written some good songs, you know, and uh, I, I just don't think everyone has heard them. Like, even the songs I've written yet. Like, I don't think, I, I'm constantly in my mind, like, I've written good songs. I, I know I've written good songs. Like, if I like the song, I know it has to be a good song. Like, I've written songs I truly like and would actually listen to. So, that is something in my mind. Like, I know I've written good songs, but in I also think I have not written my best songs yet in my mind. So, in my delusion board, uh, in 2023, I want to write my best songs yet. And, you know, every year I think, I, 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 write, I write shitty songs every year. Like, and I think if you write songs for a living or just, you know, as, or whatever, you like, you know, you write bad songs, you write good songs. It's just, just how it is. You know, that's how, that's how life is. This is the type of guy you get. You know, as, as our friend Joe would say. But for me, though, I, I always feel like my best songs are still yet to come. And uh, my big delusion in my life is that, uh, that I am yet to write those songs. I need to write those songs. And I, am, let's, I, need, to go, I need to go full throttle. Let's go full throttle. On writing those songs. So that's a cool thing. Uh, over here, underneath the 2023, I, I don't know, I'm sorry for those of you who are listening to this without, like, seeing this. Uh, I hope in a couple days after the podcast release, I do have the delusion board up, so if you do want to look at it while you listen to it, or just go to the YouTube page, wait for the highlight, uh, you'll, you'll see a full guide. There's a, there's a woman talking into a microphone. This is supposed to replicate podcasting. Now, uh, I'm, I still want to continue podcasting. I think maybe this year uh, we may get some guests on, though uh, they will probably have to be over Zoom or some other form of communication. Uh, but that's okay, I think, for the most part. From what I've learned, though, uh, you know, if you can, you know, I know how to deal. If, like, the audio quality is bad, like, if someone's just talking to me on their, like, you know, their phone camera, you know, usually that audio quality is okay and I can deal with it. But then you have, like, some really bad stuff, and so it's always... You know, X's and O's and stuff like that, you like question is. But uh, like I said, delusions on podcasting, you know. Uh, I think I you know, I think this podcast is the best, greatest of all time. The GOAT. This is the go to podcasting. Uh, assuming that Joe Rogan, uh, your mom's house, and a lot of other podcasts don't exist. I think this should be your top contenders. I feel like this is an easy podcast for anyone to get into. Um, but sometimes I just but I, I can, I can understand. Like sometimes I talk on a topic that uh, people don't relate to, and you know, there's like a couple guys like I know on comedians who do podcasts that I generally think I'm like, I really like that guy. I like his comedy. I think he's a really cool guy. But like his podcast, like all he talks about is sports, and like I'm, I just, I'm just not into sports. Like my dad's dead now. I don't have to pretend to be into sports anymore. Uh, you know, like, like yeah, I'm like, I mean, I like you guys, but I'm just not into sports. You know. To be honest with you, and I'm, I'm okay with meeting that people, you know. It's like, I think you guys are great. I think the way you, you know, and I can get technical with people. Like, I have friends who do sports podcasts, and they're just like, like, you know, look, I like the way you guys do it. You know, it's fun. You just have to have fun doing it. Um, you have to be entertaining. You have to be entertaining to listen to, you know, stuff like that. But also, I'm not into sports, so, like, I can't, I can't really get into it. Me sitting there listening to it is going to bore the shit out of me. So, like, I'm sorry, but, like, that's, you know... Celine Dion once said, that's the way it is. But no, I also think our best podcasts are yet to come. But it's hard with podcasts, though, because, like, with songs, you can have, like, your... You could have you could be a one-hit wonder on songs. But podcasts, like, you could have a really good podcast, you know? Like, Joe Rogan has a bunch of clips and stuff like that, like, that are really popular. Like, Tom DeLonge on his podcast is really good. 
forever ago, Elon Musk was on his podcast and it was really good. And now no one gives a shit about him because we all learned he's fucking dumb. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's had other people, and it's like, oh, that's a significant episode. That's really cool. So, but, uh, yeah, the best of Cancel Shweezy is yet to come. Uh, the best segments we have are yet to come. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed to the show because uh, the best is yet to come with what we have. I have some, I have a couple plans this year. I want to be more dedicated to a lot of schedules, uh, more themes, like when we hit Valentine's Day, I want to remember, oh, yeah, it's Valentine's Day. We should do a Valentine's Day episode or, like, when it's St. Patrick's Day, do a St. Patrick's Day episode. It's more like staying in line with what we're supposed to do, you know, stuff like that. So that's that's another idea. Uh, we also, underneath here is I Love MILFs. Um, yeah, I want to hook up with some MILFs this year, you know? Uh, the problem with MILFs, I, I've kind of realized this because I'm a, I'm a kind of guy in, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of guy who's like, I would rather date a woman a couple years older than me than like younger than me, uh, which I probably have to realize very soon. I'm going to have to start dating a woman younger than me if I want to be happy in a relationship. I'm like, not like weird, you know, I'm almost, I'll be 30 in 2023. You know, I could date someone who's 25 and it's fine. You know, like that's not weird. But, you know, for the most part, like, I'd rather, like, I'm 30. Like, I'd rather date someone who's maybe 33, 34, 33 to 37, honestly. Like, as a woman, I'd rather date someone that age uh, versus someone younger than me. That's just me, you know. This is the type of guy you get. But, like, yeah, you know, MILFs. And, you know, I say MILFs, and I feel like you got to hit 40 to be a MILF. And, you know, you don't have to be a mother to be a MILF. You just have to age to the age of, I think you have to be 40 at least to be a MILF, okay? Uh, if you're, like, 15, maybe in your 30s, but, like, to me, I feel like you have to be in your 40s to be a MILF, and you don't have to be a mother to be a MILF. I just wanted to point that out. You do not have to be a mother to be a MILF. Uh, what a MILF is is a woman who's older and is hot, you know what? And you're like, that's a cougar. I'm like, a cougar? What a cougar is? A cougar is a woman who is a hunter, and she hunts for the young prey. That's what a cougar is. Then you want to know the difference. So, ladies, if you're over 40 and you think, I don't got game anymore, you still got game. Uh, you just got to be hot, you know? Being hot is a choice. I feel like for... I don't I don't care what you look like, you know? You know? Sometimes you may need to lose some weight. Sometimes you may need to do some things that you actually can control. Remember, those things you can control and things you can't control. Do the things you can control, you know? You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what? Just decide to be hot. And it doesn't matter what your age is. Uh, and then underneath that, we have the Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Award. Uh, you know, people, people, people ask me, okay, and, and you're, del- you know, obviously we're talking about delusions, but what are your actual goals in life? Like, what would be your dream? Like, when you finish these things, what would be the goal? Like, you could, like, live your life, the rest of your life happy. Uh, for me, I say, like, one, performing on Saturday Night Live. Uh, I would specifically choose like, me as the act, you know? But uh, maybe with someone else, could change the difference, you know? Could could figure the difference, you know? But I haven't, really, I haven't even gotten anywhere close to that yet. Uh, another one is winning a Kid's Choice Award. Because I feel like, uh, Grammy, yeah, you know, but you get a Kid's Choice Award, like, bro. It's the ultimate. Like, those awards look so fucking cool, dude. So fucking cool. Like, you can't, can't tell me those aren't fucking cool. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? The type of guy you get. Uh, then we're going back up top. We got a purple sticky note. It just says, meet a loose woman. That is from The Office, if you've never watched The Office. Uh, every year I say I want to meet a loose woman, and uh, every year I do accomplish that goal. Do I have sex with her? 
50-50, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, that's, you know, you just gotta meet a loose woman, you know? Uh, nice thing about a loose woman, I feel like every man out there should try me, even if you're married, you should meet a loose woman. Uh, you just gotta know that you still have it, you know? Because what's, what women find attractive in men is confidence. And if just, you know, you meet a loose woman and she gives you that time of day and you don't, and you shouldn't sleep with her if you're married. I'm just telling you that. This is not an excuse for cheating. I'm just saying, meeting a loose woman really builds you back up again. You know, when, you, when you're just feeling down, go to the shittiest bar ever, uh, a woman who's so broken down. Maybe go to a truck stop. Park in the truck area. Some lot lizard's going to come up to you make you feel like a man. You know what? It's just, it's just build your confidence back up. We just need to be our confidence built back up. You know what I'm saying? Underneath that is a logic session. Uh, the logic session, what I would say here, is I do want to record some people. I do have some clients coming up in May. So, uh... Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. So, you know, I want to, like, make sure... I want to record music, too. I like... I mean, I went to school for recording music. I want to record music. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be recording my own stuff. So if I'm writing music, I'm going to be recording it, too. That's no factor. I'd like to be recording other people, too, because recording other people, uh... Is, is really what will help us go full throttle. Feel like a woman, a real woman. And feel like a woman, you know. Last but not least, pizza. I just want to eat a lot of pizza this year, you know. Uh, maybe some healthier pizza options, but pizza, I, th- I would say pizza is probably my favorite food. Pepperoni, a pepperoni pizza, I don't know. Like, you were like, I, I will give you the worst hand job of your life or a pizza. I'm picking pizza. Like, I, I you know, I'm almost 30. Uh, I'll be 30 this year. So we're getting to a point where it's like, some sex things are underneath a pizza. Just saying. But uh, it's like a, a hand job, like even just a normal hand job from a woman, maybe. It's like, yeah, it's like, blowjob, all right, then we're tied with the pizza, you know. And, you know, but also sex is kind of below the blowjob, you know. You know, blowjobs, you just sit there and it's just nice, you know. Anyways, though, that's my delusion board. Uh, I hope you all like it. I hope this inspires you. To figure out your own delusion board as I go back to the big screen. Do, 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 do. Next up, I want to talk about Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. So, for some fucking reason, uh, we had three Pinocchio movies in 2022. <laughs> three Pinocchio movies coming out. You know, I made the joke a couple weeks ago that, like, hey, what if the Jack Frost from the movie Jack Frost and from the Jack Frost band uh, joined forces with all the other cartoon Jack Frosts and they saved the Jack Frost first, you know? Uh, dumb fucking idea, and uh, that's also what we call a joke. So if you didn't get the joke, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you this, you're probably autistic because I can't, you know, I can't, I, you can't be explaining every fucking joke after it. And like, if you're listening to podcasts and you know, you're like, this podcast, if you listen to Cancer Weed and you're like, this podcast is not funny, you're probably autistic. I'm just saying. Uh, no offense to the autistic people out there because there's probably some autistic people out there who's like, or just laughing their asses off, like, I'm autistic and I think this is hilarious. And uh, you're worse, you know, that means you have worse, you're worse on the spectrum than them. But I love the autistic audience. Honestly, you're probably my entire audience. So let's just be honest with you. Uh, anyways, Guillermo del Toro. I'm saying that right. I'm, I can say it right. I cannot spell it to save my life. I don't know how that... Usually, it's the opposite. Anyways, though, he made a Pinocchio movie. It was like stop motion. Like, usually, they don't make a lot of stop motion movies anymore, which is 
Which like it's like robot chicken in uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. <laughs> so those are the two uh, we have to choose from. But anyways, though, so like Lionsgate made a Pinocchio movie, and it was Polly Shore being gay. And uh, you know what? It was funny for a couple weeks, but I never watched the movie. And you know what? I don't need to. And then Disney remade it in live action, and then like Tom Hanks played Geppetto. But also Disney has kind of you know. And that's the thing that worries a lot of people who are fans of Marvel. And, like, I think they're... It's, like, it's going to be a little bit less, but, you know... Or whatever, but, like, they don't like a lot of violence. And, like, Disney's, like, a big stickler on smoking. And if you don't know anything about the Pinocchio story, is the fact that Pinocchio goes to Pleasure Island, uh, where kids just have the time of their lives, and they're smoking and drinking, and then they turn into donkeys... And that freaks the living shit out of me because it's because it's something that's like, oh, I was a kid. Now I'm a donkey. I'm like, how the fuck do I get out of this? Knee? Like, you can't. And like your sports will have some that shit freaks me out. Like if they were just like, hey, you can have the time of your lives. However, at the end of it, you're going to turn into a donkey. I'd be like, you know, as a kid, you're like, well, you know, like you figure out your decision from there. But you were warned. But these kids were not warned. And like, Jesus Christ, the whole the whole Pleasure Island stuff. Uh just freak, freaks the shit out of me. It's like being turned to a Naki. And there's like a conspiracy theory, or not a conspiracy theory, god damn, it's not a conspiracy There's a theory that Donkey from Shrek was one of the children from Pleasure Island that turned to a donkey, which like, honestly, does make a lot of sense, but they never really, uh, there's like a, a lot of resources on it too, so like, you can, you can look it into it. Um, does uh, John Solo do a lot of good? John Solo is really good. Like, if you want like books into like the real truth behind blank film but he's already done one on pinocchio but like the 1940s cartoon and the 1940s cartoon is better than the even the new remake just because they had to censor it so much and uh yeah i think it just missed the point like because uh the cartoon pinocchio got a lot of the points right except pinocchio wasn't as much of a little shit you know uh the whole point if you if you ever watched the or read the original book Pinocchio. I believe I did in the sixth grade. Forgot about it, but then I watched a YouTube video summarizing it for me, so I'm qualified. Uh, basically, it's like, oh, Pinocchio came to life. You know, Geppetto made him to a human, and he was the fucking worst. He was a little shit. Uh, and then he kept doing all this shitty shit, and then he died. And it was kind of a lesson, like, this is what happens when you're a fucking little shit, you son of a bitch. Uh, and then they finished the story, you know. Yada, yada, yada. Anyways, though, um, I do want to talk about before I go into it, but anyways, though, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, it does not necessarily follow the exact story of the original writings of Pinocchio, but it's, like, a good take. I don't know, like, because usually when you talk about stories, you know, like, when, when we talk about, like, Harry Potter, so like that, if you talk about the sixth Harry Potter film, um, uh, The Half-Blood Prince, they strayed so far away from the source material because that book was kind of about... Uh, Voldemort was in, like, such big rent, like, just took control of everything. Minus the Ministry of Magic, minus Hogwarts. Like, he looks everything. People were disappearing all the fucking time. It was just sad, and you heard, like, kids were taken out of class. We were like, your little brother died. Hey, your parents died. You know, and shit like that. Kids were taken out of class at Hogwarts for that. But they were safe at Hogwarts because, like, Voldemort was Dumbledore's bitch, you know? Stuff like that. Uh, and so it was just, like, a scary time to be alive, and it was very, it's a very, if you read the book, it's a very sad book, and they also go over Voldemort's past and stuff like that. And the movie kind of missed the mark. Like, they got the story beats right, 
but they tried to make it a romance novel, and it's just not a romance novel. It has romance in it, but it's not a romance novel. It's like kids going into romance, even though they probably shouldn't, because they're kids. You know, it's like that. And, like, that's a bad interpretation of a book. This is, like, a good interpretation where they changed a lot of the source material and actually did a really good job on it. So, uh, here's some differences. I think we all like knowing differences. Um, this story was based in World after World War One Italy, when Mussolini came into power and stuff like that, like Mussolini's in the film, like with the puppet master and shit like that, uh, stuff like that. And they're like, you gotta serve our country, Pinocchio, because they had this whole plot line where, like, so if Pinocchio died, he got sent to this limbo area where this freaky lion griffin monster thing that didn't move its mouth when it talked would, uh, Pinocchio, you know, you have to sit with me until this hourglass runs out, then you can come back to life, you know? And shit like that. It was, it was really weird. It was a cool concept, but it was, like, really weird. And so Italy was like, that's the perfect soldier, and shit like that, you know? So I think it takes place around World War II, uh, where Italy, you know, I remember when Italy was like, we're out, they, they were like, we're out pretty quick. It was like Germany and Japan, like, honestly, Japan, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not the biggest world history buff, but, like, Italy, that was nothing. No one had to worry about Italy, like, they just really, let's take, like, we're thinking, like, let's take care of Italy fast, I think we need to take care of Germany next, and then Japan. Like, that was the order, and it was a smart order to do it in, to be honest with you. Japan, though, like, I played, I played Fortnite at, like, 3 a.m., I know. Um, so yeah, anyways though, uh, moving on, the fox and the cat weren't in the movie, uh, there were big characters in the movie that, like, tricked Pinocchio and shit like that, and doing little fucking shit-like stuff, you know, the movie, Pokemon was, Pinocchio was, like, a little shit, and this movie, he was just kind of like, you know, he's like, I don't want to do that, I don't want to do it, it's like, were you born yesterday, kid? And it was like, yeah, he actually kind of was born yesterday, and then eventually learned to love and, to, and that shit like that, that was the whole point. Uh, I already mentioned this, but, like, Pleasure Island was not in the movie, which, like, I feel like is an important part to the Pinocchio story, but also creeps me the fuck out, and I don't want to see that shit. Uh, I mean, I need to see that shit, because it's part of the movie, it's like, this is what happens when kids have, when kids have unrivaled fun, but also I think it could have been explained better, but holy shit. Uh, being turned to a donkey, that freaks me out. Just like, you're like, holy shit, my life is ruined. Like, is that shit like that? You know, stuff like that. Um, but overall, yeah, I think that's, uh, I just wrote, like, Pinocchio wasn't too big of a shit, I think I already talked about that, like, he was just, like, a normal child, but, like, also, like, a child who's never, ex it's like, you don't give birth to a baby, you give birth to, like, a four-year-old, and then the four-year-old's like, why do I have to do that? I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, kid. You know, shit like that, it's like, you know, you, like, you teach your kids, like, you know, you can't do that, you can't do that, you know, and it's usually a gradual thing, and then... But it's like, oh, they start off like three, four, five years old, and like, oh, uh, they don't know why you can't do that shit. And you're like, you know, it's it's very simple. Anyways, though, that's Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Uh, honestly, um, it's a great movie, dude. Like, it was very great. It stuck with the Pinocchio story. It strayed from it, and where they strayed from it, they did a really good job on it. Like, I was surprised how well they could stray from a movie stray from the original source material, and yet still make a good story. That's what I thought about uh, Pinocchio. Anyways, though, you guys watch it. Let me know. Leave it, Leave us a comment. Tell me what you think. Give us a like. I don't know. Uh, go fuck yourself. Maybe, too. I don't know. Have you ever cracked open a cold one with the boys? 
the vibes are on, then all of a sudden you are out of cold ones. Though the vibes are still on, the vibes will soon go off because you are out of cold ones. There's no need to drive when you're under the vibes. That's why today's sponsor Drizzly is here to make sure that the vibes continue. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy to use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's a saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. You're not a boomer who still goes to what our ancient civilizations called a store. You buy everything on the internet like a modern individual. What if I could tell you that you could be saving more on your purchases by only making a few clicks on your computer? That's where today's sponsor, Honey, will change your life. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in our description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo code, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free and at no point will you have to pay for it with all of those many, many microtransactions. It's as simple as pressing a single button and you can start saving money. Not using Honey is basically throwing money away that could be saved for more important things. I recently had to get business cards uh, for myself and Honey literally saved me 60% on uh, like a pack of 500 business cards. It was amazing. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free by using the link in our description of this episode. And when you support, uh, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Because apparently, because apparently, uh, we I'm answering. I'm gonna I'm gonna solve your problems. It's time I answer your questions. It's time I solve your problems. It's time to see the the real meaning of all this. What is the real meaning of cancel Schweezy? I don't know, but uh, this is the first episode of. of 2023. We're 107. I was born in 1993. I'm turning 30 this year. Uh, a lot of problems. That's rough, buddy. I'm not even scared about turning 30. It's not that part. It's it's a. Uh, I've always been like the young friend and everything, but now I'm like, oh okay. Now I'm now I'm 30. So, anyways, though, uh, let's just uh, you know. Let's just jump into it. Um, so look at our first question here. Uh, would girls find it weird if the guy can't help but moan while he is going down on her? Uh, what? Uh, I have a friend who calls me to go down on her when she is turned on. I love it so much, and just listening to her moan can get me off alone. I get so turned on that I can't help but moan while my face is between her legs, but I've always tried really hard not to. I'm afraid she might think that's weird. So, okay. All right, so this is a ridiculous question, but I know I can fucking answer the, that. That's the, that's, that's the worst problem of all of this is like I know an answer to this, okay? You know? Congratulations, you played yourself. That's the problem, I know an answer to this. So, okay. So fellas, this this one's going, uh, okay, well, this one's going out to anyone who watches, uh, I, I wanna say straight porn. Uh, I feel like I'm telling fellas, cause I don't, women, 
every, woman is just like a mystery. Like, what, what, what do you use to jerk off? You know, uh, like if you ask, every woman jerks off to something different. It's like, I read a book, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. Uh, some women like, I watch two guys having sex with each other. I'm like, okay, that's a little extreme. And I, I mean, I'm a guy, and I'm like, I think lesbian sex is weird, uh, or like women, woman on woman, because they're not always lesbians. They're typically. Uh, bisexual, and uh, also uh, porn workers. Porn sex workers uh, and stuff like that. I hate when people are like, I'm a sex worker, but they don't do sex. And I'm like, okay. Um, what? All right, anyways, though. Here, here's the thing, though. I Here's here's what I know. Here's my knowledge uh, on the situation that you're going through. We we know, so, you know, any any man... I feel like it's anyone who's watching. Uh, I, I mean, I'm gonna speak on the men's behalf. I, you know, I, I always feel like I feel bad out, like you know, not talking about the other genders or whatever. Uh, but anyways, though, I'm just. I mean, in, in my pursuit as a straight man, I want to say though, uh, when I watch porn, um, I like to pretend that I'm the guy. That's 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 how I get off. Me pretending to be the other guy. And uh, if the other guy talks, it takes me out of the illusion. Uh, the illusion is broken, as Samuel L. Jackson said in that one movie where they opened the briefcase. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing when a guy talks. Um, and that's the thing, though. I, I think, you know, and, you know, and I think there's, there's a good point to saying, to realize, anyone who doesn't know this, um, porn is fake. I was having a conversation with people the other day. They're like, do you think you could date a porn star? I'm like, yeah, I could, I could date a, I mean, like, the worst part about dating a porn star for me is, like, the fact I can't ask her how her day was, because if she said she had a good day at work, I'm gonna cry. Um, I mean, like, you know, there's things you work through. I'm like, you know, like, I'm a, I'm, I'm a musician, too, and so it's, it's very important that women, you know, I had a friend who just got married, and, like, she understands it, um, like, the idea of, like, oh, I have to play a gig on Saturday, we're not gonna be able to see friends and family on Saturday or go out, because I'm playing a show, you know, and stuff like that. Uh, what she didn't understand is our house is flooded with music equipment, which that's that. I mean, that makes more sense. I mean, I'd rather have that than like her, like not understand, like, yeah, I got to play a show tonight. Cause I know I hear comedians talk all the time. Like they date someone and like, they're like, oh yeah, it's a, it's a Wednesday night. I need to do a spot. You know, if they live in LA, you know, I need to do an open mic to like work out a set or work out a joke or something like that. You know, that's just like, you know, if you're into the game, you know, what it is. And sometimes you have a partner who doesn't understand that. And, you know, once they do understand that, you know, it, it's all cool and uh, stuff like that. I like that. Um, but, yeah, now I'm talking about, that's okay, that's the porn industry going on that long-ass fucking rant. But, uh, yeah, no, so in porn, uh, porn, I, I typically believe most of the porn, whatever porn I'm watching, uh, for the most part, yeah. I'm just going to speak on behalf of the porn I watch. It's made for the male perspective. It's the audience. Because when you make content, I know I make music. Um, it doesn't matter if you make music, YouTube videos, you do comedy. You have an audience. And the audience for the porn I watch is straight men, which, which is what I am. Some of you think I'm gay. You know, I don't, I don't really give a shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the, make it porn for me. And... Porn made for me means the guy does not talk at all. And so when men, because men men learn sex from porn, and they're like, oh, I guess I shouldn't talk, and stuff like that. Uh, but nevertheless, though, um, 
Yeah, you can make some noise. Uh, here's one thing. Uh, don't be fucking a goofball when you do it. And we're like, num, 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 num. When you're eating a girl's pussy, do not do that. That's, it's funny. I will laugh. I, I'm, that, I do think that's funny. She won't. You can't be making, it's hard, it's hard being a funny guy and being funny is like how you get girls because at some point you have to stop and sometimes it's a, it's a problem in your life. You're like, mm, eating, I'm eating her, I'm eating her box and you're num, 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 num. And you're, you can't be, just be saying that shit. You know, yeah, you gotta do natural things and you can't be fucking weird about it. And that's the thing. Just do what's natural because think about this, my fellow man. You said you're a man. Uh, if you're getting a BJ, which is short for blowjob, and she starts moaning, as if she's having a good time. Isn't that awesome? And so, it, it works both ways. It's like Pete Wentz. <laughs> it's like a fucking, that's a Josh Gambino song. It's like Pete Wentz, it goes both ways. I know it's from, I know it's from Cam. I know that one's from Cam, I can't remember the song. Anyways, though, we are women, the women prefer men. Fellas, make noise in bed, but don't be fucking weird or goofy about it. And, and coming from experience on my end, don't be goofy about it, I'm really telling you. Just do what's natural. Do be natural. Like, oh. <laughs> can't feel fucking. I'm just making. Sorry, I'm on, a, I'm on a point where I'm making jokes, okay? I'm doing a show right now. I have to make jokes. So, all right, let's move on. What's the female version of small dick energy? So, let me define small. Let me go through small dick energy in my head first, then I can try to answer. Small dick energy, uh, I feel like guys with small dick energy, which. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think we already mentioned this early in the episode. Uh, I feel like my dick is a normal size. It's not, I don't have a hog, but I feel like it's a good size. No woman I've ever been with has criticized the size, even when we've broken up and I've hurt her. Because uh, I have hurt women. It's, it, I, I do have flaws. I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm not Beyonce. Uh, but, so yeah, I feel like I'm fine and, you know, women... I do want to brag. Women pull it out. I'm like, this will this will do just fine. You know, like one woman did say, I'm like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> you know, shit like that. Ladies, you should you should reassure man when you pull it out for the first time. I'm like this will do. That'll do pig. <laughs> Be like that'll do pig. That'll do. Uh, anyways, though, so small dick energy for a guy would be technically if like he's overcompensating because when a guy feels like his dick is really small, what he'll do is he'll basically overcomes it like he'll try to fight anyone he can just to prove he's tough because being tough is overcompensating for his dick size like if you i mean i can probably tell you if he has a big dick first of all he's not on social media i'm telling you that and he's not on social media because he cheats a lot he's not on social media because uh all the social needs he has is with his dick because it's so big uh but a guy with a small dick uh will overcompensate for everything. He buys a nice car. Like, he generally does shit that would he would need to do to impress women because uh, for some reason men think that uh, your dick has to impress women, which, which is, like, it's just a fatal flaw because women aren't attracted to that. Like, men are attracted to that. Like, women want to, like, show their tits and shit like that, you know? Like, try to make their tits look good and, you know, and their ass look good, you know? Like, that'll work for men, but men think that's what works for women, too. It's not necessarily the factor in regards to that. So that's why men do that shit. So they think, oh, I need to impress a woman. And so you buy a nice car, you try to show off your wealth, uh, and you try to uh, overcompensate like, I'm tough, I can fight. 
Like you see some guys, I've seen some guys working out in the gym who, who are very good in shape. And I want to congratulate them. I think they're doing a great job uh, with, their, with their bodies. They've done a great job. However, their faces look like they've been hit in the face with a shovel. I'm just saying. And, you know, they've, you know, and I'm not saying they're like, uh, they have small dick energy. I'm just saying they're overcompensating for their ugly face by getting ripped, you know. And so small dick energy is somewhat was saying you're overcompensating. So what would the female version of small dick energy be? That's what I want to think about here. Uh, Cause I'm just kind of thinking out loud here. Um, one clearly is like, it's clearly you, you see it mostly on Instagram, uh, very edited photos. Like, like it's funny because the thing is with it, you can't, you can't see women, you know, you'll see women with like a perfectly Photoshop photo, like body looks great. Their tits look great. Their ass looks great. And you know, it's like that. Sometimes it's like, it looks so natural. It's like, like this looks awesome. But then, uh, that's a trick. If you see a celebrity you think is hot and has the perfect body, uh, try to Google some paparazzi photos. Cause then you will see what they really look like. And I'm not shaming women for what they actually look like. You know, uh, it's just the fact that they, they're trying to cover it up so much and like trying to still trying to make a social media brand off their bodies when like, you know, they had just, they just have fucking normal bodies, fellas. And guess what? The women with the normal bodies are great. Like very, very small girls with tiny tits. They're great. You know what? You slap their ass. It sounds like a screenshot. Guess what? If they annoy you, you just shove them under the door and they slide under there. You just have to block it off and they annoy you. But, uh, small girls are cool. Small titty girls are cool. Small ass girls are cool. Uh, and everything like that. So it's like girls like that, I would say have it. Uh, Karen's definitely have small dick energy, uh, because they want everything going for them because, uh, either I, but what I believe is most things are just, they probably just have rich parents and things are going good for them already. And, or they don't have a lot of things going for them. So this like need for like a 17 year old cashier at Target, uh, ruining is ruining their life. Like, you know, I'm going to get you fired because this is all I have going for my life. That's you know, that's small dick energy in a woman. Uh, I hope that makes sense. That was just a nonsense ramble. So we can move on now. Why does the electoral system exist in the U S and not the popular vote count? So like, this is a really big history lesson. What? Uh, that, I don't know all the details about, but I live in the United States, therefore I can give you some. So there were some initial ideas. I remember, like, if you talk about, you know, the United States formed 1776, and then you assume after the Revolutionary War or the British Civil War, which they lost. I don't know how we all, the world sees it these days. But you see those things, and then you think about, okay. And then they, they wanted a more democracy where you vote in your leader and stuff like that. But then uh, things got in. But, like, we can't just be going by the popular vote, one. Because, like, we think about how, like, how voting now, just, like, okay, everything's so digital. And I'm, like, I stuck. I voted on, like, paper this year, like, for the primaries. And I shoved it into, like, a Scantron-like machine. And I'm telling you, those Scantrons, they grade things immediately. And so it's weird how, like, it still takes forever to get, like, voting results for shit, you know? Uh, and stuff like that. And that's just, like, you know, your basic shit like that. So, 
that's you know that's one reason because like you know voting takes a while so if they have that it makes it a little bit easier to know who's president you know figure it out fast now so that was before because i remember because you learn about this shit and if you paid attention in history class which the sad thing is if you're listening to cancel Sweezy or checking out cancel Sweezy. You did pay attention in history class. That's the problem. Uh, the people who don't did not pay attention in history class are congressmen, congresswomen, senators. Uh, they're not listening to this show. Uh, but then, because then you learn how technology changed all that shit. Uh, like then you learn how, uh, like the telegram. Like I think wasn't Lincoln the first president who won with confirming it by telegram? Do not quote me on that. I'm probably wrong. But then they then they had the phone, you know. Obviously, that helped a lot of things. And I think I don't know if radio did anything of that. Uh, it's just communication and the internet, you know. We talk about how communication has come a long way in our lifetime. Like uh, elections have done that too. Um, and another thing is, it's you know, it's a little bit. You see that you see this every time we have an election because if uh, Democrats always somehow win with the popular vote, but uh, two elections in the last 20-some years have been won with the, by someone who did not win the popular vote but won the Electoral College. And the idea is that, like, let's say Montana, you know, the population of Montana is a lot of, you know, a lot of farmers and stuff like that, and I, I love Montana. Montana's cool. I think Montana's cool. However, like, you think about New York City, you think about Los Angeles, you know, those are the two biggest cities in the United States. You think about Chicago too. Should and people are like, should those cities decide who our president is? And um, and that's why people think like the people in Montana need a vote, like a voice. And if the people in Montana don't have a voice, then what's the purpose in voting? I'm like, I mean, it makes sense, but like, that's why you vote for like senators and people in Congress and representatives and all that stuff. I mean, like that's the reason for that. But you're like saying like, because like people show me have like this is where a majority of the people live, and this is where a majority of people don't live, and you see where a majority of people live, they vote Democrat, but where a majority of people don't live, they vote Republican. But then you have to think, land doesn't vote. People need to vote. People, I don't know why a, a a patch of grass needs to be able to vote for a president, but human beings shouldn't. And so people think like, oh, I live in rural Kansas. Why does my vote not count? But then it's like. Oh, I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Why does my vote not count? Because I voted Democrat, and Democrats won the popular vote. Why does my vote not count towards that? Because my vote only counts for the electoral votes of Tennessee, which is not that. So it's like that. So uh, why we don't go by it, I think uh, the reason why it's basically still around is because Republicans want to use it so they can win elections. Because if they, we got rid of the electoral college and the electoral system, Republicans would lose. Like, we should have got rid of it a long time ago. And the fact that in the last 20 years, or the last, let's see, 2000 was that election, 2004, he won, Bush won, right? So, and then 2008, and then 2012, 2000. So, in 2000, in 2016, like, that's 16 years. Like, a lot of people are listening to this. That's that's when the, elect, the popular vote failed, because a lot of times... It usually hap- matches where, like, the popular vote picks the president, but those are the two times it didn't, and it's, you know, and it's because people want their land to vote and not them. It's, like, people who will clearly lose, not lose. So, um, you know. That's rough, buddy.
Do women... No, sorry, I need to read this. Do men really like women with those long-ass fake nails? And why do they have them? So, uh, to give you my peace of mind, no. I, I actually think acrylic nails and long nails are fucking gross. I play guitar, and so I have to, like, trim my nails often. And uh, I've not done a very good job at it. And I will give myself the benefit of the doubt. So they get so they get any like slight centimeters, even like just barely anything off of it. It just gets covered in dirt and it's so fucking gross. And then they start getting ingrown and shit like that. So I fucking hate fingernails. Don't get me started on fucking toenails. Like if you think about it like we're monkeys and we needed those, like it's fine. But there is no reason I fucking hate toenails. I I would love my toenails to be removed and then just like smooth into skin or whatever, you know? Because I do not give a shit about my toenails. Like, one's crooked. It's gross. It's fucking gross. Men, don't don't show off your bare feet. It's gross. And women, I don't want to look at your feet either, just to be honest with you. But, like, yeah, women get a fake nails. Um, So, yeah, the fake nails. So, first of all, ladies, if you want to get with fucking me, uh, what you got to learn is not into that shit. You can have them, you can have them, you can have them a little bit, but... If they're super long, I'm just going to be grossed out, dude. I'm going to be like, how do you wipe your ass? And then I'm going to think, you don't wipe your ass. I'm like, do you have a bidet? And she's like, no. Bidets are gross. I'm like, ugh. Uh, but anyways, though, um, here's some historical facts I, I had to research. I, I did some research. Um, so I think historically, though, uh, if you go back in the day, like maybe even to back to like, Egypt, I want to say, uh, I could be wrong. Remember, I can be wrong sometimes. Uh, your nails showed you, like, your overall health, and so if you had nice nails, uh, you know, if your nails look nice, therefore you had good health, and that's what fathers were looking for into, you know, uh, selling their daughters for, you know, for, for goats and shit like that. So that was, that was, that was cool. Cool stuff. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. But, uh, then you have, like, and then you have, it makes your hands look better. So if, like, I guess, elongating your nails make your hands look thinner and it makes them look better, especially, and stuff like that. So that's also a good factor as well. Because, yeah, if it makes your hands look better, like, yeah, you do it. So it's like that. I still think it's gross, though I have painted my, I have painted my nails. And, uh, it's weird, though, because, like, when I do shows and I do this podcast, I'm like, I don't care what my nails look like, you know, it's no big deal. But then, like, you go out and do normal stuff, I'm like, I don't need my nails painted right now. You know, it's just, it's just we're just going into nonsense. So, yeah. Um, then you have a fashion statement, like, women get their nails done, if their nails look good, people are, je- women, other, only women are jealous. Men do not give a shit. Ladies, I'm telling you right now, men do not give a shit about your nails. And I'm telling you right now, if you said, you know what, I'm just going to keep my nails normal and not do anything with them. Men will be like, thank fucking God, because that's a burden on our expenses. Uh, but yeah, it's a big fashion statement. Um, overall, though, I, do, I did learn something, though. This is a, something that science won't teach you. But some women are into hands, like men are into feet. Like my brother, TJ Marr, uh, the band Ghost Town Remedy. TJ Marr, he is really into feet. He's super into feet. Like, he texts me, he's like, you got any feet pictures? I'm like, no. Why are, you, why are you asking me for feet pictures? But, like, women are women also do kind of have a hand fetish, and it does make sense for, like, you know, if someone has a hand fetish, you know, it's like, I'm going to make my hands look nice, you know? Uh, guys don't do that, but I know women can be can be like that sometimes. Uh, uh, this is the type of guy you get. You know. So, like, women are in the hands, and so if they get their hands done and shit like that, you know, they think it's, 
Apparently, but like, ladies, I'm telling you, if you're into men, you want to be attracted to men, we do not give a shit about your nails. Show us your tits. Just all you have to do to get a man, show us your tits. Be like, I'll show you your, my tits if you go out, if you marry me. He'd be like, okay. <laughs> and, and then he'll marry you. It's no big deal. Why don't men seek support from each other the way women do? A while ago, a girl in my class and I discussed the difference in how males and females tackle their mental struggles. Eventually, the girl asked, why don't men just seek support from each other? That's what we girls do. It struck me as I had no idea as to why. I'm male myself, and I don't know why. I ask myself why I usually don't share my mental struggles with my male friends. But I don't really know why. It could be that we feel embarrassed, but I don't know. Do we seek support from each other? Do we seek support in other ways? Is the dynamics difference? Is it what we keep most of it to ourselves? Well, I can honestly tell you that the way men seek support is by starting their own podcast. By starting your own podcast, that is the way that men can seek support from other men. Because uh, going to therapy is for cucks. And though, so uh, if you don't want to be a cuck, and you don't want to sit in that cuck chair in the hotel room, you better get to fucking start a podcast. That's what you got to do. Oh, and all seriously, though. Um, but yeah, no. So yeah, why men? I've, I've generally started to think about this because, you know, I've, the last couple of women I've dated, you know, I've been kind of very honest about, like, my mental struggles and shit with them, and, you know, stuff like that. And, I'm, you know, I've learned, like, you know, they're, for the most part, I've kind of learned, like, hey, they're not your therapist, but, like, but you, what you're talking about is, like, you're not open about it and stuff like that. Like, and then I don't, I'm gonna be honest to tell you, what you think women are into that? They're not into that. Women are like, I love it if a man cries for me. Like, no, you fucking don't. You say that and don't. Don't be saying shit you don't want for real. Uh, because I, I, I will tell you for the most part, and I'm, I'm telling you this is wrong too. I'm not trying to tell you that this is like a right way to view things. But women want a man who's mentally strong and stuff like that. That's why men aren't the ones going to therapy. That's why men aren't the ones that are, you know, like very open about their emotions. That's why men in general are not open about their emotions because women don't want to hear that shit. It's not attractive to a man. I was just listening to like a clip from where my mom's at. That's Christina Pajiski's uh, podcast with Dr. Drew. And a woman was talking about her husband being open about being sad and having his emotional problems. And she was like, my vagina was drying up. I'm like, yeah, okay. So how are we supposed to fucking, how are men supposed to fucking exist in this world if the whole point is like, hey, if I talk about my problems in life and how I'm feeling sad and how I have depression and how my anxiety is going out of control, if I tell the love of my life that her vagina dries up, what am I supposed to fucking do uh, besides start a podcast? Because because if men, if you're depressed or have any mental problems, you got to start a podcast. That's the only one. Women are going to make fun of you for it, but their vaginas won't dry up. That's the real lesson here is that your vagina won't dry up if a woman, so, so women can like you and that way you can continue to do your podcast i don't know i don't know and so and like the answer is like men need to be more open to their women women don't want that fucking shit and some women will be like i love it when a man's open to me. like no you fucking don't and you're like my man's open to me i'm like he's like he's like 10 percent open to you i guarantee the man you have that's open to you 
is about 10% open to you. He's definitely not more than 10% open to you. Because if he goes further than that, uh, what you will say is my vagina's dried up and I'm not into him anymore. Because you want a masculine man. You want a man that supports you. You want a man that provides for you. And a man that's like mentally unstable and feeling sad is not a man that's going to support you. And that's why women don't like that shit. That's why men don't really are into that shit. I know this has been kind of a rambling on and on and on about this shit. But that's just the truth of how it is. And so... Uh, and it, and it just, you know, I hate it. It kind of just fucking sucks because I hear all the times like men can cry. Men should be able to cry. And then men do cry in front of women. And then all of a sudden, uh, shit hits the fan and it's fucking, it just fucking sucks. And I don't like it, you know? Uh, and I'm just, you know, and I'm personally over it. And I know a lot of other guys are over it. I'm like, I'm, and it's just like, I'm not going to fucking pretend to be someone I'm not to try to get laid, you know? I'm gonna. I'm, I'll find the lot lizard. You know, that's what we'll have to do. When a girl says, "I want you to fuck me in the bathroom of a bar," which one's she referring to? The male or female bath? What? Yeah, I have never done this before, so what bathroom is she referring to? And also, do you just go with her with everybody noticing inside the bathroom? Thanks in advance. Yeah, I'm a loser. Um, what? So, all right, fella. I'm going to diagnose your problem here. You, you said a girl invited you. Fuck me in the bathroom of this bar. And your first question, which bathroom are we going to go into? <laughs> Jesus, brother, I don't think that's going to matter. And uh, I don't know what kind of bar you're going to. Uh, it sounds like this is a made-up situation that you're trying to get advice on. Uh, if it's a shit bar, they're going to have a one kind of stall restroom. And if someone's waiting outside, you both walk out. And you know what? When you both walk out, you know what the situation is. You both just banged. And uh, guess what? Unless she's gross, uh, whoever's waiting outside is not going to care. I would probably say go to the guy's bathroom because men men don't care as much as that. But women would be like, you fuck that guy? Uh, did he wear a condom? Did he wear a condom? Did he jizz inside you? Uh, but, yeah, dude, I'm like, you're overcomplicating. This is like a question I would have. This is a question I would fucking bring up to the boys after night. Okay, so she's like, I want to fuck you in the bathroom of this bar. But I'm like, what bathroom are we going to go into? I'm like, is this a Seinfeld episode? What are we talking about here? Anyways, though, um, I, I think the answer is it doesn't fucking matter. Do it. If it's, if it, but also, here's another thing. If it's like a three or four stall bathroom bar or whatever, I would say maybe the men's to be, you know, but no, wait. Yeah, because I feel like women would feel threatened in the girls' bathroom, but also maybe find another place. I don't know. Dude. Uh, what? Here we go. Last question. Here we go. Let's do it. Why won't minimum wage match living expensive? I get paid minimum wage, and I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I have to budget like crazy, or I'll starve and be homeless and have to share a room with someone I heavily hate. Because there is nowhere else financially to go. Why does minimum wedge never match up to the rent cost, grocery costs, etc.? 
the reason why minimum wage costs will never match like actual living expenses is because drum roll please or hope that's making it through because they don't have to uh i'm gonna be honest with you the, the fact that we have a minimum wage in the united states right now is incredible i mean thinking about like back forever ago where like the minimum wage was the minimum wage someone had to pay you and you can make a living like i remember i had to teach story time but like i had a my composition two professor in college uh she she was old she was old as hell which like it's not a problem it's not a problem to be old as hell anyways though she like taught a class and like you know back when i was a kid you know i turned 16 and i was like huh maybe i should get my own job and get my own place you know maybe i'll just like work fast food or something like that i'm like you're thinking i'm gonna work fast food and get my own place I'm like you can work fast food and be homeless. That'd be a great. That'd be a great option. Uh, but then, yeah, you know, uh, you know, inflation rises because uh, inflation happens because rich people want to make more money, and that's the only way they think they'll have. Like, well, if I raise my prices, I'll make more money. So they do that, but then they don't raise the minimum wage because the minimum wage is a law that like we have to pay at least this much, you know. And so, you know, and honestly, though, ask a lot of places, they'd pay you less. If they could, they'd pay you so much less than minimum wage. Uh, it's crazy how much people, they would be like, yeah, we're going to pay you a minimum wage. And uh, if you don't like that, just be happy there's a law that requires to pay that. Because if we didn't, you'd pay you a lot less. And it would not be livable. Like, the minimum wage is that. Why the minimum wage is so low is because there's a reason for that. Because if you're an employer, it makes economic sense to be paying people the least amount of money as possible to do an extraordinary amount of work for you. And the extra money gets sent to your pocket because if you pay them less, that means you get paid more. But if you pay them more, that means you get paid less. It's, I mean, it's just it's standard economics uh, for that. But, yeah, dude, companies would... It'd be surprised. Like, you know, I think McDonald's... For the most part, I think McDonald's is one of the better... Uh, they, they typically try to start people off a little bit... A lot higher than minimum wage. I think... A lot of them at least do start 10, which is not a livable wage. Just like, you know, $10. But um, but then you go like $7, $7 to like $7.25 in Tennessee. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's not bad, you know. You know what I'm saying? But like you still can't afford rent in Tennessee with that, um, you know. That's rough, buddy. Anyways, though, the reason why minimum wage is so low is because they're trying, because companies are trying to pay you as little as much as possible for the maximum amount of work because that's how they make more money and uh yeah we, we live in a fucking society and it fucking sucks and uh, life fucking sucks and a simple plan was right you know every simple plan song that has ever been written was right and we are wrong and uh i'm the one who messed up on that i'm sorry everyone i should have paid attention to simple plan i'm sorry so uh anyway so congratulations you played yourself Anyways, though, we're ending today's episode of Cancel Shweezy. I think I went on too many rants, but anyways, though, we're ending on a good note. Make sure you check out uh, Stonehouse's new single, American Honey. It's going to be a fun one. I play bass, and I recorded that. But uh, also, thank you for listening to Cancel Shweezy, better known as the Lord's Trademark Favorite Podcast. Follow me on my music at uh, and social media at the Shweezy, twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. Help us out on Patreon financially. Uh, and if you're on the audio platforms, make sure you check out our YouTube page. We're infiltrating algorithms. Make sure you like and subscribe to our page. And if you're on the audio only platform, give us a five, four, three, two, one star rating. So, uh, 
Honk if you love butt drugs, and stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg is in at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. You just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. You are now one of the smartest individuals who will ever exist in our world. Uh, if you like that episode, make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching this show or listening to the show, make sure you subscribe. That way you get notified whenever we release full new episodes as well. And if you're on YouTube, smash that bell button. That way you get notified anytime we make a post over here on YouTube. Uh, honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, yeah, stay awesome.